Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Let's go get him. That's another one for the fire. All right, and we're back with another episode of Horror Vision. I am your host, John. And I am the co-host, Boog. And today we have the movie Antlers for you. Antlers, Boog. Antlers. Antlers. You ever see Antlers before? Um, Here, here. How about this? Can you hear? Could you hear that? Did you just fart? No, that was a box full of antlers. I was rattling. Why do you have a box full of antlers by you? From hunting deer. Just antlers. To each their own, I guess. To each their own. Um, So Antlers is based on a short story by Nick Anastosia. uh, The dude that did the Channel Zero TV series for sci-fi there. Um, I know you haven't read the short story. Uh, I did. I really liked it, and that's why I was hyped for this. Um, but we're going to have to talk about how it kind of doesn't really live up to the story. So, no, spoilers, we're going to have some things to say about this. <laughs> but uh, before we hop into that uh, classic segment, what have you been up to this past week, Bug? I think I had a pretty mild week. Um... I had to go to Pittsburgh, and uh, I saw you. Yeah, that is, that is true. That is a true statement. Um, I I hung out. I should have hit you. Why? Why not? Well, because I, I would hit you back, but harder. Uh, you don't know how hard I could hit. And you don't even have any clue how hard I can hit. Yeah, but so yeah, it was just a pretty mild week. Um, had a little family thing I had to take care of. Went to Pittsburgh, had some free time, so I saw you. Or I was like, Shalom. That's awesome family. We went to uh, Sheets. <laughs> we did go to Sheets. We went to the worst Sheets in the area. In oh, my opinion. hands down, that's the strangest fucking one. It's it, it's not like the Sheets is bad. It's the people around there that go to that Sheets. Yeah, they're just different they are not necessarily bad different but like they're different they look they make bug look like a goddamn einstein i wonder if they anyone says that about our sheets probably not what the fuck's martin doing back there he just like dive bomb let me kick him out of the room yeah fuck you marty I'm keeping that in the episode. All right. Well, we'll hop into this here. Uh, we'll get get into the story, then uh, our little pros cons action. 
Um, pretty simple setup. Um, you have a teacher in a small Oregon town teaching, I believe. Is it sixth grade? The kids are like 12. Is that sixth grade? I believe Fifth or sixth grade, something like that. Yeah. Um, one of her students, she becomes concerned that his uh like home life that he's being abused or has some type of uh, tough situation that she wants the principal to check out uh, basically the teacher the principal they start snooping around like the house because they couldn't get a hold of the parents uh it turns out that the kid's father and his younger brother are infected uh by this i i don't know if it's like a native american curse but like um in native american lore it's the wendigo uh it's like a, an evil spirit uh that turns them into these giant antler monsters uh and basically that's your your setup for the movie uh the teacher who is trying to help what she believes to be well, I guess not so believes like he was like in a fucked up like malnourished situation, um, but she thinks she could help him, and then she ends up stumbling upon something even worse. Also, her brother is a police officer, a fat police officer. It's uh, Jesse Plemons from uh, um, was it? He was in Friday Night Lights, and he was in the later seasons of Breaking Bad, and also Jungle Cruise. Oh, okay. <laughs> just say just staying facts here yeah so um i mean that's your setup for the story there pretty pretty simple but it was a cool hook a little bit different um of overall story than you see with most horror movies so that's what from the original short story um kind of pulled me in with this uh but if you're ready uh hop into a little pro and con action here book Let's do it. I got a pro for you. Uh, I thought the monster or creature design, um, especially in like the final scene, was excellent. I thought the design, it, it truly looked like a horrifying monster. Yeah, I, th I, and... thought it, I thought it was pretty cool. I liked the one part when she saw it and it still had the remnants of the guy's face hanging off like the antler monster. And then, like, eventually, like, that fell off. But I, I liked I liked how that looked. Um, the design of the creature was good. But I thought some of the CGI on it was kind of janky. It was. It, it, they had a little too much CGI on it. Um, they definitely could have done a little bit better with that. I don't know. If, there was, it was a I, smaller budget, like, indie-style movie. Um, for being smaller budget, they, I mean, they got some like, well, I guess they're considered B actors, but yeah, the decent actor, yeah, like Carrie Russell, um, that played the the teacher, uh, and then her brother uh, got that Jesse Plemons guy, um, mm -hmm. and the guy that played the former chief and the Native American guy that he kind of had like the background lore of the Wendigo, he looked very familiar too. Um, I definitely had seen him in something. Let me see here. Graham Greene. Yeah. Uh, he... Uh, you're going to be upset. He was in the don't. Green Mile. He was in the Green Mile, yes. And Dances with Wolves. Yeah. I don't really like Dances with Wolves that much. 
I like that movie. I haven't seen it in decades, but I like that movie. Do you just turn on AMC? It's on like every other day. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, so my first pro, I'll stay positive here. I thought the boy that played uh, Lucas, the main, the main um, little boy, uh, he was played by uh, Jeremy T. Thomas. I thought he did an excellent job. Um, he just really looked like a kid that was in a bad situation, and he looked like a quiet, uh, quiet, shy kid. Um, and I guess, well, that's that's the title of the original story. It was based on The Quiet Boy, and he he really sold the part, and that's something that you need for this story. Um, however, the other actors, and I'm not going to necessarily say it was their acting. I think the script and the dialogue written for them was real rough. But I, I didn't think it hit the mark at all. Like, it was it was kind of, like, strange to me. Like, there's some weird pauses that I guess were supposed to be dramatic, but it really, they just really didn't sell it. So I don't know if it was their acting. Because I've seen these actors do good work before. I, I just really thought that the script, the dialogue specifically written for them was pretty weak. Because there was some interesting um, backstories to the characters that they added in that weren't in the short story that you could have played with and were interesting because both the, the main lady that, that was the, the, with the teacher uh, played by Carrie Russell and then um, Jesse Plemons, the, her brother cop, they came from like a long line of abuse from their father. Uh, and that's kind of what motivated her to help out this, this little boy. Um, and they, they hint at it and you get some little glimpses, but it really doesn't, I don't know. They really don't go with it and they really don't convey the emotions that 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 would lead them to do certain things that they do. So I, I just thought that the script was pretty weak. Um, but as far as acting, I thought the little boy, the main boy, Lucas, like crushed it. And and his I, the one that played his little brother too. Like that, how sad was that? Like when he was crying, like I'm hungry, and like I was like, man, that's wild. And then he had to like sit outside the room and hear his his little brother like crying all the time. Like mm-hmm. that's wild. See, it's very different than our previous reviews. I think we've always said other actors were better than the child actors, and that's just because the child actor is is young. You yeah. know, they 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 don't have the the experience. You know, yeah, acting's that... acting's tough, and especially from a kid, you don't have the years of experience to draw on or life experiences to to pull to draw from, from that yeah. emotion. Yeah, but I thought the kid act the kid actors in this movie, I definitely thought did a good job. I think the kid actors all did a great job, but I think it also has to do with the uh, the script that they were given and the role that they were given. Um, they were pretty much told just to not really have too many emotions, just kind of um, kind of be like a like a Debbie Downer with everything and like be real silent, be real quiet and chill, you know. And, yeah, and the the I'm little not, boy, not, he I'm definitely he definitely like a lot of his performance was the look and his like mannerisms like he 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 nailed those. He crushed that. He was like a creep, yeah. creepy looking little boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I'm not trying to take anything away from the kid at all, but I think uh he was perfect for the role, perfect for the script and I think he did an excellent job and it and it definitely like you're right. Uh, when the other boy was like crying and like saying he's hungry and stuff like that, like that hits you a little bit, you yeah. know, like, that, that gets you, you, you gotta have sympathy for the kids. And yeah. That, that was well done. The acting of the kids right there was, was extremely well done. So 
hats off to them. Um, if you want to uh, keep rolling with the pros, I got another one here for you. Yeah, just uh, um, just roll it on out there. Working on it. Um, some of the kills I thought were uh, pretty interesting, pretty intense. Uh, my favorite kill, I don't know about you, is um, when the one cop goes into the like outhouse shed looking thing and sees the kid and the uh, monster comes up straight behind him and just rams his uh, horns, like horns, whatever. Come on, come on Bug, what's antlers, the title of the movie? Okay, yeah. Antlers, yeah. <laughs> rams his antlers right through his like torso, and that's how it kills him. I thought that was excellent. I kind of wish they showed a little bit more of that. Yeah, they definitely, they, they really, a lot of the killing, they, they like panned away. I thought the best one was when the principal went to the house and then she went in and she discovers the attic that they're locked in. And when she gets killed, just how brutal it was. Like he jumps on top of her and he's like literally just tearing her neck, like her neck, her throat out. Like I was like, that's pretty intense. That's and the special effects on that were good. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, I'm trying to remember uh, any of the like dead bodies that we saw in this. Was that all practical effects, or did yeah did the you dead see bodies look, looked mostly practical effects, and they were like eviscerated, like they were like real fucked up. Like that's uh, a con that I had is they definitely, when this shit started going down, would have gotten at that point that this would be something that the FBI would get involved with. And I just felt like there should have been like more cops around because this happened over a span of a couple of days, like. It's where the short story makes more sense because once, like, the monster gets out of the house, it all happens within, like, one night. And by just expanding over a couple days and then not bringing in the FBI, it leads to, like, some holes in your story. Mm-hmm. So that's something I had a problem with it. with. Um, and then along those lines, the differences to how the story ends. Like, in this one, uh, she goes down into the mine and it's able to kill the, the, the father, the creature that came out of the father, and then she kills the, the younger brother before he can turn into another antler monster. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit different than the original short story because, like, the monsters win in, like, the original short story. There's kind of a message there, like, it's good to help people, but, like, you should know what you're dealing with before you go in because just because you're going in with good intentions doesn't mean that you're going to come out on the other side. So the message kind of gets muddled between the the uh, creative choices they made with this movie compared to the original source material. So that's something I had a problem with. I thought the, the short story just had a good idea. The way it was executed was believable, and it, it panned out pretty much negatively, but it, it's almost... Um, but it was more realistically like it worked for how how bleak the story was. Um, and then this one, it was kind of just like a feel happy, feel good ending. And they had the little twist where like the the brother, the cop that he he's starting to get sick. He'll, he'll turn into an antler like a monster if there was like a sequel or something. It was just kind of like dumb. Yeah, I, I understand what they did with that. Because it, they, did, it just didn't impact the, the, the emotional. Yeah, the emotional feel. Um and, I, I thought it was I thought it was very random that like the brother the cop was gonna turn into an antler or turn into like the monster at the end. And I, I kinda 
after watching that and seeing the movie, I kind of hope they don't make a sequel. I'm, I'm okay I, with. I don't think this movie it. did very well, so I don't think that I don't think you're going to be seeing a sequel. Well, it was so we had to see it in theaters, um, but I try to look it up online afterwards to see like if it's streaming anywhere because I did want to rewatch it, um, but unfortunately, it's it's not on any streaming service, which not is kind yet. of rare I mean, during this like pandemic that we're still kind of in. It it will be by like the first or second week of December. Like yeah. that's just like the facts. Like when we had to go see it, there was only like one or two showings already after being out like a week or two. Was, what really messed this up is it was supposed to come out like right when the pandemic started and then it, all the movies got pushed back and everything like that. So that like really hurt it. Um, but then when it finally did release, it wasn't even like something where if it had come out and didn't get pushed back, it would have, it would have been beneficial to it. Like, um, I just don't think that it was a strong enough more movie. Like I, I get the slow build in the beginning, but there really isn't the payoff. So in general, I think it's biggest con is that is that it was a boring movie. Yeah. Boring movie. The biggest con is it's a boring movie and it, the the writing is bad on it. That's that's why it's boring. Yeah, so that that's the the writing. Um, the the screenplay was weak on this. Um, if if you get a chance, I recommend reading the short story. It is very well done. Um, but it's the the differences between the screenplay and the short story definitely impacted this negatively. And then whoever was in charge of the dialogue. Should probably not do that anymore. <laughs> you know, like if I was to guess, like maybe like you might be better at writing other stuff, but uh, never say never, but step away for a little bit. Take a, take some personal time. Take a pottery class or something. I don't know. Ooh, um, pottery class. Get a little ghost action going there. What? Oh, uh, the movie Ghost. Yeah. What do you? And so I was Not wondering, all I was like, classes are haunted. They, I, technically, I think they are. I I'm mean, just, I have to double check that, but I think they are. Um, I've never been to a pottery class, but I'd like to find out. Nah, nah, you don't. Uh, but I, another pro I had, there were certain scenes in this movie that were beautifully done. Like I liked when the creatures were outside of their house and in like the shed area the way like the big house out in the middle of the woods and there was the fog rolling in like that looked real creepy like real cool um the the set pieces in the cave like the creepy old abandoned mine like that looked pretty cool like there there were some really really cool looking shots in this um the decrepit house that the little boy and his uh dad and brother lived in that like wasn't upkept and then they got all the um the locks and stuff on the attic door where they were holding them in uh, that 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 looked cool. Like there were there were some cool looking things. There were some some good pieces in here. They just didn't fully assemble the puzzle. You know, the the scenery was excellent. The plot is what is wrong with this. Yeah, Oregon looks pretty it, cool. Like they did a good job of selling like an old abandoned like mine town to like a, yeah. a town that's like dying. Like uh, I mean, was was did Oregon have uh, like gold mines stuff like that? Was that part of that big rush? I'm not sure. I'm not up on that. Me neither. But I don't think that's what they're mining for. 
Hey, you never know. Well, no, but the, well, what what, what that kid's father was using it for was a meth lab, and and then he got Windigood. Is there something in meth that you can not mine naturally? No, but like you're hiding out in there, the, a place that's abandoned to make it. Like, because if you put a meth lab in your house in your basement, something goes wrong, you blow up your whole fucking house. No, I know. I mean, I get that. Yeah, but if you blow up mineshaft well i guess if you blow up a mineshaft you're in it like you're 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 done anyways in general i guess if your if your meth lab blows up you're done anyways yeah i guess the moral of the story is just don't make a meth lab no buy it don't sell it or just don't don't meth hey to each their own <laughs> moral of the story yeah hey if you want to do meth that's on you like uh, technically speaking the first like couple weeks that you do math you're going to be highly productive but then your life's just going to fall off track so like if you could just stop after a couple weeks like math might be good for you hey stop it get help <laughs> get help uh what else you got for me here book um so i thought it was kind of random but i now that i'm thinking about it i guess it kind of progressed the story um did you like how they killed the kids like bully in the woods so i thought it was cool that they would do it because not a lot of movies are ballsy enough to kill kids but um you really don't get to see much of it but i thought that was pretty cool i like the monster like jumps down and like snatches up that kid yeah i i thought it looked excellent i thought you know the whole kill the whole like scene like all of a sudden them like He's bullying the kid in the woods after randomly like stumbling past him and seeing the monster jump down and get him. But at the same time, I thought like, wow, this doesn't really make sense. There were some other things like, that didn't make sense, like when they would do a go to a crime scene investigation, and the the cop would bring his sister along. Like, you don't just bring a ran even if it's your relative, you can't just bring your random relative to a, a murder scene, you know. Yeah, she's a sixth grade teacher. She has <laughs> no business being in like a murder scene, and and I don't even know like why was she even involved. So I mean, like I mean, like technically she could she could she could she could identify the body of the of her student and the body of the principal, but like you wouldn't do that on site. That's something you would do at the morgue. But even then, I wouldn't even bring her in because because she just moved to the to the house right yeah but it, it's just it's there's a lot of flawed logic and that was just them trying to like expand upon a short story and add more things in and it's like they didn't really find a creative way to do that or a realistic way so that, that once again hurts the story as well yeah they, they didn't justify her being part of it that much that's that goes back to like her interactions between her and her brother was so weird like she would say something that's supposed to be like emotional to him but like it would be like kind of like hackneyed and then it's like he and then his reaction would be like it'd be like a pause and he'd be like okay <laughs> yeah it was it, again the, the dialogue of it was just ugh. yeah ugh. you got anything ugh. else are we gonna hit some ratings recommendations because I don't really got too much too much else to say about this movie. Me neither. Okay, good job. <laughs> All right, so we got ratings, recommendations here. Uh, as far as my rating, I had to think about this. Um, 
because we talked about this before. Uh, we usually don't really talk about our ratings before, like we say them on here, like to each other. But I had to really think, like, was this a better movie than the last one that we did, the the Paranormal Activity? Um, and I really wanted to like this one better. I, like I said, like I, I keep hyping it up. I'm a big fan of the source material that this is based on. Um, so my expectations might have been higher, but I actually think this is worse than the Paranormal Activity movie, which is mm -hmm. sad because like this is like an original, unique idea, and you want to see more unique ideas instead of like the tenth sequel in a series keep getting pumped out. Um, so I might be a little biased on that, but like trying to keep it unbiased like at least in the paranormal activity that we did last week it, there was more entertaining parts where i understand this one has the slow build-up but like when the shit hits the fan it's not as terrifying it's not as interesting as it could have been um and that docks a lot of points for me so i'm going slightly lower than our last movie i'm going to say 5.1 um as far as who i'd recommend it to um if anyone's a fan of like uh, Native American lore, um, and specifically the Wendigo, you don't really see too much in horror with that type of creature. Um, I know it was hinted at and plays more of a role in the book um, than the movie, but in the Pet Cemetery uh, movies, like that's that's the creature in the Pet Cemetery. Um, but if you're a fan of that, that type of lore, I'd recommend this to you because they get, get into it a little bit there, which not too much, but I like the, the different scenes where they had the different wards and stuff like hung up in the mind to ward off the evil and just, it, it was, it was different. It was something different. So if you're a fan of that, uh, I would say, check it out. Um, if you read the short story, uh, it, it it will kind of let you down, but I would recommend it too, just to see how some of the things, like the things they do get right, like the little boy, um, and some of like the basic concepts from the story. Uh, but other than that, I really wouldn't recommend people going out of their way to check it out. Like this isn't going to be for like a general overall, like horror audience. Um, it's not going to have enough there to keep you interested. That's actually a really good recommendation. Thanks, bud. I was I was trying to think of who I would recommend this to. Um, well, I couldn't really think of anything, but we'll get into that. So for my rating, um, I think I gave um, I think I gave Paranormal Activity like four point three, four point four. I want to say um, this one, in my opinion, is right along the same score. I'd probably give this one like a four point four. Um, it's under five because it's just not entertaining and it's that's the, that's the biggest is, yeah is that's the biggest thing. the biggest flaw that i could say about this movie is at the end like it just ends and you're like i really i really wasn't entertained here yeah it, it makes you it made me feel like we could have watched and reviewed something a little bit better than this but this is what was new and out in theaters so well i, I was looking forward to this one too i had high expectations mm -hmm. for it um, but even trying to take a step back and temper my expectations, um, like they could have easily done a lot better job on this movie. Like I'm not asking for something crazy, but there there's a certain things they could have fixed and this could have been like a seven. And that's the sad part. And they're really, this wasn't too successful in theaters. Like they got a limited release and just with the times we're in, but 
Uh, I don't really see too big of an audience for this. And if they made it a little bit differently and fine-tuned a few things, I think it could have found a wider audience. Oh, absolutely. This is a this is a monster movie. And you you and me both know classic monster there's movies. There's always a market there's for a monster movies. For yeah. So and I think this fell short because of the, the writing of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the scenery and everything like that, like we discussed, was excellent. It had potential just on that alone. But the script... And the backbone, the original story, the source material was great, too. Like, if honestly, like, I know to expand it out from, like, a couple-page small short story, like, you have to add certain things in. But the, it just, like, the things they did add in, like, weren't done well. No. No, it just it didn't hit where it needed to hit, and and because of it, four point four for my recommendation or for my rating. Um, recommendation, yeah, I mean, it 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 is. I, I do agree with you. Like the the Native American lore of this, it, it's supposed to be about that, but they barely, in my opinion, they barely really touched upon that in this movie. Yeah, they just barely like um, for maybe like a scene. Like that that's the sad yeah. part is they had cool stuff there, like the drawings that the kid did and like maybe if they even showed him like going to the library and like looking up like these different books. Like there's different ways they could have went about this that would have made you more interested in the story. Yeah. They they just failed to to uh They fucking the, they fucking the failed us, Bug. <laughs> they didn't fail me because like I didn't gain nor lose anything from this. I don't think. Besides time, maybe they they failed but me. I had high hopes. They failed you. Well, yeah, you because yeah, you you knew what was supposed to happen and yeah. it didn't happen. Yeah, life goes on. Life uh, finds uh, a way. Uh, finds a way. You so, know, you know what they've been saying though, book. Life is a highway. Yeah, they've been saying it. Who, who you know. They. I like to think we started that, but we did not start that. To check the records, it's on tape. I told you I was going to make it a thing. Yeah, and you didn't make that a thing. You don't know that. I do know that. Are right, you ready to wrap this up? I think so. Okay. All right. Well, if you are listening to the podcast on the streaming service that you enjoy, awesome, you're doing it. Uh, if not, we're on most. Um, Spotify, yeah, Spotify. Most, um, what is it? Pod, yeah, we're a podcast. Podcast. Yeah, I Distributors. just drawn a blank there. Podcast, podcast platforms, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, um, Amazon, Google Play, iHeartRadio. So just uh, give it a check out there. Uh, also, if uh, you like it, give us a five-star review. If you don't like it, that's cool. That's up to you. Like, you're wrong and I hate you. But um, if you four don't like five. it, four and a half. Four and a half stars, just let us know. Like, <laughs> hey, you can do better. And then like, we'll, we'll get that other half star from you. Um, if you want to reach out to us, our email is huntershorrorvision at gmail.com. Send us a message there. We'll get back to you. Super responsive. I got bug checking the emails. Um, I can't even read, so it's not a good good idea. Yeah, you could write whatever you want. He doesn't know. He's just filling in the blanks. Um, we're on Twitter. That's just at Horror Vision. Shoot us a DM there. Give us a follow. Uh, as well as we've got a YouTube channel, Hunter's Horror Vision. Like, link, and subscribe. I think that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that other than that, that's pretty much all of our bullshit, you know? 
all of our little BS. It's uh, it's what we got going, and that's what was going. Bug, I'm I'm excited for this one, this next one we're doing. Oh, well, what s- is the next one we're doing? To see Bill Murray as a Ghostbuster again, dude. That's worth the price of admission alone. Like the rest of the movie could suck. I don't care if I see us. If I hear Bill Murray say, "I'm afraid no ghost," boom, I could die happy. Hey, remember when Bill Murray was a zombie in the start of the Zombie Apocalypse? For um, well, it really wasn't the start. They were they were well into it at that point. But yeah, in Zombieland, that was a great great scene. No, the end of the second one when he was at the uh, like the signing when like the oh yeah yeah when they out. they do the flash. Yeah. That's the best part of that movie. I'm yeah, I'm gonna watch really that clip was. on YouTube. That was hilarious. Yeah, hitting people Don't in the it. in the face with like um a tray. Uh, oh fuck, I am watching that. Let's finish this up. I'm going to watch that clip. I think he was at like a Garfield like autograph signing or something like that. And the zombie apocalypse broke out and he goes, I hate Mondays and just goes off (laughs) on people. Oh, fuck, man. I'm watching that clip. All right. Well, let's wrap this up here. Uh, We'll catch you next week with Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Check you later.